Hello and welcome back to the Just a Little Shady podcast. I'm your host, Haley Jade, here with my co-host, Brittany Adney. And we are excited to get into this third episode. We're going to be talking about the festival that we brought up last week. We're talking a little bit about college and then we have some shady stories that pertain to the college era. So we will get into those at the end. Um, But for now, so last week... We said we were skipping our what the F segment because we wanted your guys' recommendations and we were going to Lollapalooza, which is the case. We are going, but we realized that the way we said it kind of made it seem like we might be there in this episode that you're watching, but we needed to do that because in order to read your guys' comments and time for Lollapalooza before we got there, We needed them on the last episode because this episode will be coming out while we're already there. So we wouldn't have had time to read the comments if we were in Lollapalooza in this episode. So that being said, we're not going to skip the what the F this time, but we're also not going to be at the festival yet or talking about the festival yet. But we can talk about a little bit about our outfit planning For the festival, because that has been a whole thing. It's always a process, planning out our outfits. I think we start talking about our Lollapalooza outfits the minute we leave and are coming back home. Yeah, a year in advance. A year in (laughs) advance. We don't start ordering anything a year in advance, but we do think about it. We do talk about it. I feel like every year when Coachella comes around, we're looking to see what trends are happening, what people are wearing, which is difficult because the vibes of Lala are very different different. than the vibes at Coachella. I love the outfits at Coachella, but a desert versus a festival in the city, it's just not completely the same, but we've had a really fun time putting together outfits for this year. At least I know I have, and I feel like we take it up at like take it up a notch every single year with how crazy we get about it because this year we've started doing mood boards. We... If you guys could see these mood boards that we have. So we have been, it it goes as far as removing backgrounds around the outfits so that it looks as legitimate put together as it will when we wear it. Absolutely. It's definitely gotten out of control, I would say, but it's so fun to do. And we've taken, I want to say, five plus weeks planning this time. Oh yeah. There have been various iterations of every outfit that each of us are wearing. Anytime a sunglasses change, there's a shoe change. I feel like I'm sending you like, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that? And it's funny too, because when we're there, we do this every year where we'll plan so far in advance. We have literal mood boards. We, if the necklace changes that mood board is updated being updated in real time but then when we get there it never goes as planned ever no I don't think I've ever worn every outfit that I've planned to a single Lollapalooza because this will be my fourth or fifth time going and I always end up wearing like very random outfits of my, I always bring like backup options and I feel like I always end up wearing my backup options. So I'm never going to stop planning the backup (laughs) options because they do come in handy when it comes time to put our outfits together. 
I think a big part of it too, though, and maybe this is just me, I don't know, but once we get there and we kind of feel out the vibes, yeah, you don't want to be looking like you tried way too hard, even though Absolutely. we have, we just don't want it to look that yeah, way. It needs to seem seamless. <laughs> it needs it needs to seem very just, we casually this is my this everyday together. Life. I, run, I wear this every day. Yeah, but you want it to be like casual, cool, mm-hmm. effortless, yes. but then also a festival outfit somehow too. Yeah. So I think that's also a little different than Coachella because there people are wearing like the full, you know, boots with the fur. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, actually, there might have been some of that. I'm not sh- oh, too I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure there was. Yeah, I'm I'm not I feel sure. like that's absolutely like hardcore rave fashion is but then it's also a little you can get away with the countryside of things there because it is the desert so I feel they have a little advantage of the range of outfits that go with the environment it's trickier with Lala yeah because also when you leave and you want to just frolic around the city which thankfully we we love doing that so best part yeah you don't want to look too wild yeah but like you want people to know you were at Lollapalooza. Yeah, so we've been planning for a while with our outfits. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, we will be posting probably quite a few pics of our outfits. Oh, OTDs. Yeah. Hopefully it all works out and all the outfits come together because now at the time of recording, we have about 48 hours to yeah. get ourselves together. And you know things just never when they're online and you try them on, it just never goes as smoothly. No, I got a pair of cargo pants. They came in yesterday and I was banking on these cargo pants to work. They are too, I haven't told you this yet. They're too long. They're too big. I don't know what I'm going to do because I need them to work with one of my tops I'm wearing. So stay tuned. We're going to, we're going to figure it out. Everything will be okay. Wait, but that kind of reminds me, did you see the TikTok of getting the buttons from Amazon that you can adjust the pants. Wait, that's I, I, I got should, some. Do you, can yes. I wear them? Yeah, I need I need you can one. Borrow. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if you guys seen that TikTok, but it's you add your own button onto the pants and you can make them tighter, and it supposedly yeah. looks a lot more seamless than if you were to add a safety pin or something, right? Because I've, try, I've tried Oh, that. I've done that. I have a pair of joggers that are safety pins. Actively <laughs> safety pins. Yeah. So, and hopefully less um, getting stabbed by. Yeah. That's always so the tricky part. You can borrow that. Thank you. But then also last week in the episode, we talked about what we were watching. And I, I kind of brought up the Victoria's Secret docuseries. So, update. Update. I watched the next episode. And... It was a little bit more about the culture in the third episode because I know we talked about the Abercrombie docuseries was a lot more about the culture. Yes. This one wasn't so much. The first two episodes were really about like the marketing and PR behind everything. But the third episode kind of gets into the culture and I thought it was more interesting. It was how the downfall correlated with the culture that was going on at the time. So when Me Too happened and like body positivity And I think you might remember this and 
a lot of people listening might remember this. So the guy who was in charge of like PR and marketing for Victoria's Secret had one last chance to do this interview with Vogue to kind of change their story. And instead of changing the story and kind of admitting they were probably wrong and they needed to adapt with the times, he doubled down. I know the exact interview you're talking about because it was was appalling to read. It was absurd. And he was just saying that if they were to follow these movements that were going on, that's just not a man's fantasy. It's so awful. And that was kind of when they really just started going way down and not being in. And then a lot of the models, too, because this was a time where they had um, Gigi, Bella, Kendall, all these huge names and they were doing that to try to stay with the times, stay present, stay relevant. But then it was kind of to their demise because now they had models that didn't need their name. They had their You're own right. name. So the models could speak out against what they were doing. So a lot of models that were working for them were actually coming out against what they were promoting and saying, no, we think they need to change too. So it was kind of to their demise to have these big names, but they were trying to save themselves with the big names. But it went against, yeah, didn't work for them. In the foot. Yeah, so I did finish that. And then, I actually don't know if it's over. There might be more episodes, but I think I, ca- I caught up. Got it. Um, And then I finished Stranger Things. How was it? How was the finale? I wouldn't know because, I, well, one, I haven't watched it. Two, I don't watch finales. Yeah, you'll <laughs> never know. But, I'll never um, know. So at first I finished and I was really pissed. <laughs> Why? Because I thought, and maybe this is the case, I don't know. So I heard multiple things, but the first thing I thought was that they're not doing another season. That's what I thought. Yeah. And so the way that it ended, I felt like, no, there's just no way. There has to be another season. Mm-hmm. So I was all upset. But then I found out that they actually are doing another season. Are they really? I guess. I don't I have to look into it because maybe you guys know and can let me know, but I heard that and I was like, "Wait, first it was they were not. Yeah. And now they might be." So, it would make sense to me that there would be another season with the way things ended. Cuz I feel like I I've heard that this was the last season and that's why it was such a big deal, but maybe it's they're filming the final season right now. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe, maybe. they're or maybe working. we're completely wrong. I yeah. It all it takes is a quick Google search. So if anyone <laughs> wants to let us know, we'll probably forget by the end of this episode. Yeah. But yeah, let us know. Cause that I was I was genuinely affected for a while and then like the day after Somebody told me that there's another season. Okay. And I was. So there's hope. Yeah. There's I was hope hopeful. You, yeah. Your dreams won't be crushed. Hopefully that's the case. And also, we've been watching some TikTok now. Catching up, keeping up with the times. And Rush Talk is back for season two. Season two. I can't tell you the moment the first Rush Talk video graced or graced me with its presence in my for you page 
I was so happy because I lived for Rush Talk last year. Yeah, so if you guys don't know what Rush Talk is, it is TikToks of girls Mm -hmm. going through sorority recruitment at college. And really, the... I got a lot of the spoof um, videos, like oh, versions yeah. of people mocking the girls that were doing the original videos, but basically it was just them trying on or showing their recruitment outfits and talking about how it went, talking about what kind of conversations they had right or what how it was going, how they were going through the process, who they had left for the the sorority options for them yes I think that's updates day in day out what was happening where they were at in the process there was that drama that happened too yes with the one girl was gonna be in the sorority right and then because of her gaining all these followers through rush time it worked against her yeah they ended up I don't know what happened with that, but I do know that I have seen TikTok sense of girls in sororities recommending that girls going through are going through. I was going to say TikTok going through rush this year. Don't post all of their videos in real times to try to, you know, ensure that they don't get a ton of attention because sororities don't necessarily love that kind of attention. That's what I was gathering from this TikTok that I saw and that. They are recommending as people in the sorority that you wait to post your picture or your not your pictures, but your videos until after rush is completely over. So you can go through recruitment without the influence of hundreds of thousands of people watching and yeah, getting all that attention. People are obviously going to give their opinions about the sororities you're choosing or get going through rounds with and stuff like that which we kind of know a little bit about that Just a little bit because both of us were in sororities ourselves yes we were um which is a little shocking for me to the surprise of nobody I was in a sorority I think anyone could have guessed that if you knew me in high school middle school elementary school it was very evident that I would one day be in a sorority well your mom was in a sorority no, it she wasn't w- she didn't go to college oh <laughs> Wait, then what? I thought you were a legacy or something. No, I just knew deep down in my heart that I was meant to be in a sorority. That's amazing, actually. I mean, (laughs) I'm not incredible. My mom seems like she should have been in a sorority. Your mom, for sure, if she was in college, would have been in a sorority. She absolutely would have been. She would have ran. She would have been president of the sorority. Yeah, no, that's actually funny. I don't know why I thought that. But yeah, no, that's so funny. But no one was shocked when they learned that Britt joined a sorority, no. but definitely when I was about to. I was surprised. I was shocked myself, <laughs> to be honest. But it came to the point in college, so freshman year was very um, interesting, to mm-hmm. say the least. So I get to college, huge school, hundreds of thousands of kids, and, you know, classrooms are 500 plus it's insane at one time and I'm used to being in schools where like you know everybody and everybody knows you and no one cares about anything and I went to this school I had no idea what I was doing 
didn't have friends in class because you just it was hard to make friends in oh, I'm such sure. a big class. And half the time freshman year, I was late to every class sitting in the back because you couldn't have a car. Mm-hmm. If you would have had a car, there was no parking. And I was too scared to take the buses freshman year. I would have been terrified of the buses. You have to learn the whole system. It seems like it seems very overwhelming, especially coming from I went to a not a much smaller school, but a smaller school in a sense that I could walk from the north, the northernmost part of campus all the way to the like most southern point of campus in less than like 15 minutes. Oh, see, that was my closest class. That's insane. Yeah. So I was always late. I was always like in the back, not making friends. And after that, and it was kind of wild because this was a time of Yik Yak. I forgot about Yik Yak. I wish I could forget about it. But basically, it's it was like Twitter, but anonymous. So you could post anything on there. It would be in real time. And it was based on your location. So if you were in the same area as people, that's the yik yaks you would yep. get. And so me being in class would be on yik yak and I would just see yik yaks about me. That's so bizarre. And I would get so I would feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Because another big thing going to college was like you don't have to be ready all the time. Most people mm-hmm. wear sweats or hats, don't get ready for class. And I was a little excited about that because... I loved that part of college. Well, I didn't really get to live in that because I was too nervous. People were going to take photos and I was going to look like a gremlin. But in high school, I was getting up at five in the morning every day. I do remember this. Fully getting ready. You won best dress. Fully getting dressed. <laughs> so important. Um, <laughs> I needed that. The important um, things in life. Yeah. So I was fully ready to give myself some more sleeping time and everything. Mm-hmm. But not only that, then I'm running around campus showing up to class looking frazzled because freshman year was also the year that we had the most snow. It I was do like remember that. Record breaking snowfall. And in the summer, so I didn't get a break. When it was cold, Mm -hmm. still walking through feet of snow to get to class. Then in the summer, I would ride my bike to class thinking. You did? Yeah. It's so embarrassing. (laughs) I could never. I could. Well, I wouldn't know where to park my bike. They had bike racks, but I would just be too nervous. It was so stressful, to be honest, because if you rode in the bike lane, Mm -hmm. you're risking your life. I'm serious. People Were you got, really? People would get hit by buses. <laughs> yes. So I couldn't do that. So here I am I'm trying sorry. to ride on the sidewalk. People were actively being hit by buses and this wasn't I, something that they tried to solve so, for? No. So I don't know how often it was happening. But it happened? But it happened. I know it how happened. How traumatizing. So I would not ride in the bike lane. I would ride on the sidewalk. Smart. Dangerous. <laughs> Danger zone. Also risky, but mainly for the other pedestrians around. Shut up. I may or may not have Shut. hit <laughs> a person or two. Two? 
I vividly remember one incident. What happened? It was another bike. Okay. Because you're trying to get around the humans, but then if there's other bikers, uh-huh. but then if you're turning corners, and so nobody was hurt, but people were hit. But I was too. Mm. I was also a victim. <laughs> and so, yeah, after that incident, I didn't ride my bike anymore, but <laughs> it wasn't saving me time in the end anyways that I anticipated it would. I you would had collisions. There were collisions. There were a lot of obstacles in the way. Mm. Bike lane was off limits. Mm. Buses Sounds were like hitting Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, so it was it, it was worse. <laughs> it right. was risky. It was risky my life to get to class. Um but then yeah, so I was like I need to make friends who can drive me to class. So sophomore year was a lot better with that I was making friends and I was like oh well if you don't have class now you could just swing me by and Mm -hmm. drop me off there's nowhere to park so yeah we we figured that out in the end and sophomore year I did start riding the buses did you which was very tricky to learn you had to learn all the stops all the like where they were going to drop you off and everything. And so I remember one time going on the bus. I'm running late. I didn't have time to get ready. I sit on the bus Mm -hmm. and this kid sits in front of me and starts taking pictures of me. And I was just not in the mood. I was so angry that day because it was just, I was a A frazzled mess. And so also with the bus system, they do have their route and they do have their stops. But sometimes if the buses were behind, you would have to pull the thing like there was like a thing on the top. Like in the movies? Yeah. To get them to stop. I thought that was like, I don't know. I I guess I know that they used to do that, but I didn't realize that that's still a thing on buses. So especially if you're kind of on the outskirts of the route. So a lot of times... They're stopping if people are at the stops or if somebody pulls a thing. Mm -hmm. But when you're kind of on the outskirts and you're not actually in the campus Mm -hmm. where they had to pick people up all around, Mm -hmm. like outside of the actual campus. So this kid starts taking pictures. I'm pissed. And so I want to get off the bus. It was just a bad day. I'm like, I won't make it to class today. I don't care. So... I go, are you serious? <laughs> and not does phased, it doesn't phase does him. not care. So I stand up. I tried pulling the lever, but it wasn't a time that I could pull it. Oh, okay, okay. Because there was no stop, but I didn't care. Oh, so I go. I stand up, and at this no. point, no one else on the bus cared what was going on or minding really, their own business. Yeah, or really knew what was going on. But I was just so fed up, bothered. Mm-hmm. I stand up, then I really cause a scene. <laughs> and I go, Can you stop the bus? <laughs> and the bus no. driver, like the bus driver didn't know what was going on. So they slam on the brake. Yeah, they were probably really alarmed because they thought something was wrong, which it was, but like only in my <laughs> world. So I get off the bus 
and I'm doing no. the walk of shame because I had quite a ways to get back so to my everyone apartment. Everyone on the bus probably stared at everyone you. on the bus was watching me walk off and watching me walk next the to kid the bus. Never said anything to you? No, it was probably on Yik Yak. I just didn't check. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I just didn't check, but I was so mad. And so then after that, riding the bus was not fun. And I just never really wanted to do it. I would only do it after that if there were a group of us that were going to go take it somewhere. Yeah, because sometimes we would take it to like the other cafeterias or whatever if there were things going on. But other than that, I'm like, I'm not taking it to class. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I never had to deal with that. We didn't have a bus system at our college because it was so tiny. But I did have issues where, I don't know, I just would have bad days, wouldn't know what was going on. And I remember vividly going to class one day thinking I was late, but it was one of those weeks where, I don't know, I feel like I go through this often, like still this day where I'm like, I'm going to put my best foot forward this week. You know, I'm going to make a change in my life. And I sat front row in like the dead center of the room. And I had my laptop out, like colored pens and whatnot to like take notes with. I was feeling so prepared. And in walks our professor. And I'm like, that's weird. I didn't know we had a sub today. But I mean, I guess cool. We don't really ever have subs in college starts talking and I it starts to dawn on me that this was not my class this was not my professor I knew nobody around me I start looking around I'm like no one looks familiar here and I didn't know what to do so I just I just shut my laptop gathered my things packed packed up and I'm right in the front and center so it's not like normally I would sit like to the side or in the back where you could kind of like scoot out everyone saw and the professor was like where you headed because I mean it's normal to go to the bathroom or something but I was actively packing up everything as if it was time to go and I was like I'm in the wrong class and then I just like scurried out and I was so that mortified no that definitely that happened to me did it yeah freshman year when you don't know what building is what building and there were so many buildings at our school so I'm sure I ended up in wrong buildings wrong rooms but I feel like professors are a little bit more laxed and super relaxed. But also, they're all trying to be funny, too. Oh, yeah. It's like their opportunity to be like a stand-up comedian. Oh, and <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had some really good professors that were hilarious. But when situations like that would happen, because I I was a victim of that I as well, that. where you go to the wrong class and you have to pack up in front of everybody and walk out. They would always say things like, where are you going? Yes. Oh, wrong class? Or like totally call you out in front of everyone. I don't need this. Yeah. But no, that's definitely happened to me. And a fair share of other humans in front of me where I've seen them have to do the same thing. And you just feel for them instantly. Absolutely. Oh, man. Poor thing. Um, But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, for our college our own college experiences, but we have some college shady stories. So we looked through the shady stories this week and we wanted to find some that were about being in college or at the time of college. So let's get into those. All right. Do you want to take the first one? Okay. Yeah. So the first shady story about college goes, 
In college, I was dating a guy who lived in an apartment with some roommates. They were all big partiers. He had been messing around on me with other girls, and I was livid when I heard of a party at his apartment that I wasn't told about. I figured that he invited girls there to hook up with behind my back. I showed up out of the blue, and I was right. There were two girls there that he had been trying to hook up with. I was so pissed. I left and called the cops to report the party. He was underage, so everyone there got MIPs, and my boyfriend had to get bailed out of jail by his mom. Everyone at the party thought the person who reported them was their neighbor. So I just played along, and none of them ever found out it was me. It was the shadiest thing I'd ever done, especially because I never came clean. Until now? Oh my gosh. We don't know who this is. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But how crazy for this guy to be flat out hosting other parties and not inviting his girlfriend purposely to get with other girls. I don't understand what's the point of being in a relationship at that point. At that point, there is no point. But his roommates too, to not think, wow, our roommate is a a a-hole doing this. And then- Half the week he's got other girls coming to the apartment. Half the week he's got his girlfriend. No. Oh, I hate that. That makes me so mad, but good for her. For I mean. I guess he had loyal friends in this situation, not le- like last week. No. I, uh, when I the friends not. decided to rat their friend out. But yeah, it's that's so shady. That's. I would be livid. And I also. I think she did the right thing. I think so. I mean. Besides, I mean, it obviously went a little far with the jail thing. That's why I'm kind of surprised that he actually went to jail for that because I didn't know that they could arrest. I mean, I'm especially at your own apartment. I'm yeah. not sure how that all works. Neither do I. I feel like there's got to be more to that story because I do know of people that have been in similar situations and nobody went to jail. But the fact that this kid's mother... I wonder if it was because it was his place and he was hosting the other minors. Yeah, that could be. But I feel like it's a bit excessive. It is a bit excessive. I don't know if I've ever heard anything like that. No. And I know in in some states, I'm not sure what Michigan is now. Now underage drinking isn't a misdemeanor. It's now a ticket. It's like a drinking ticket. Oh, like almost like a traffic ticket or something. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, very interesting. We're not condoning that, though. No, 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 no. (laughs) We are not saying that's okay. We are just talking about the facts of this story. (laughs) Our alleged facts. Alleged we facts. Don't know any. I've never heard this, but maybe it. Maybe that is the case. I thought though too. Real quick, I thought if you don't open the door, they can't. They can't come in. I don't really know how that works. Hopefully, we never. I mean, we can't. <laughs> we're not minors, but we will always complain through something. You know, we'll see. We'll avoid it at we all, costs. At we, all costs. We recommend you do the same. <laughs> don't open the door that's our advice (laughs) um number two the second shady story um goes a little something like this i'm scared i am too guys prepare for this one this one has some graphic details (laughs) i don't know if i'm gonna be able to read this whole thing try your best try your best when we we did try to read through this story once before we sat here i couldn't do it i was the high-pitched <laughs> voice that you could I yeah just you'll see try your it best probably come out okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> 
This is one of my favorite stories to share, so I hope you enjoy. My freshman year of college, I decided to transfer closer to home. So that summer, my friends and I all got together at my house for a big last hurrah. While my friends were visiting, my mom had a heart attack and was hospitalized. Side note, that is traumatizing. I feel awful and I hope she's okay. Back to the story. To cope with that with the day, my older brother invited his friends over and the alcohol was flowing. Terrified of getting in trouble because I was underaged, I didn't have anything to drink. That didn't stop my college roommate from getting trashed. She was going shot for shot with one of my brother's friends, which was a recipe for disaster. She ended up passing out and I put her to de- put her to bed. I watched over her like a mother hen and then she started puking. I got her to the bathroom and started to smell something. She tried to use the toilet fully clothed, so I told her that she would have to pull down her pants and I would leave. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She screamed and asked me to stay. She took her clothes off and threw her pants and undergarments. Uh, I'm so sorry. Apparently she had an accident because the <laughs> the poopy side went down flat. <laughs> then she stood up, it goes on, and dragged her clothes across the bathroom floor so it smeared everywhere. Oh. I didn't hear this part when you yeah, first read it. That's why, because my voice was so high pitched. Oh no. Yeah. I'm crying. Okay. <laughs> she ended up showering and going to bed. The next morning, she pretended to not remember anything that happened. I was driving her home, which was four hours away, and my car broke down 20 minutes from her house. It was so awkward, and I had to stay the night. The next day, my phone number was blocked, so I couldn't get in touch with her. A few months later, I went to my old school and saw her. She avoided eye contact with me like the plague. She never smoked, spoke to me again. And and I was the worst friend ever for telling everyone in the world about the night. I hadn't told anyone about it until now. I really struggled to get through that because when I first read this, I couldn't stop laughing. And even now my eyes were I- watering from how funny that the first time you read this i did not realize some of these details (laughs) and oh my god my favorite part is (laughs) oh you have a favorite part yes i do when it says the poopy side no (laughs) down no 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 i don't like thinking of this whoever wrote this incredible work please go into great description i don't know if it's great but it was good um we we really got the picture on that one (laughs) i don't know if we wanted it but we got it we got we definitely got that i also am a little shook i don't know if you caught this but do you see that they say i watched over her like a mother hen (laughs) mother hen that's my second favorite part call me that sometimes we do um our friends will call her specifically mother hen because she very much so is a mother hen um she's like my second mom in a lot of ways anyone else use it mother hen i've heard people say mom of the group you know whatever things like that i've never heard them say mother hen (laughs) I know I did, did think someone that was an we only- know write this and I hope not because who the hell <laughs> their pants 
<laughs> Hopefully no one we know, but this oh. is incredible. Um, and also kudos to them for not drinking underage, like our previous story. So no, shout out. No jail time for this No girl jail time. Or just, boy. Just a really unfortunate story for her ex-friend now. Poor whoever person Mortifying. went through all that with them. And then they never spoke again to them. I know. They just dealt with your sh- poopy I feel butt. like I would then be, I don't know. I feel like I would have to talk through the situation and apologize. Oh, are you kidding? We get anxiety over nothing. nothing. Literally nothing. Can you imagine if this actually happened? What you, I would need to talk it through with a therapist, <laughs> maybe a second one. Every person I know. I I don't even know. I would not be able to just never talk to them again and pretend it didn't happen. No, that's mm, couldn't be me. Oh my gosh. Okay, <laughs> let's let's final. try to get that out of our minds now. Um, let's get into the third and final shady college story. When I was in college forever ago, I didn't get along with my roommate at the time. One night, my roommate and her friend tried to start a fight with me and my boyfriend at the time. We eventually got things settled down, but not before taking my roommate's friend's keys and throwing them in the woods when she went to bed. Never cared because the girl was a huge biatch. (laughs) About 10 years later, I'm bartending at a bar in a city several hours away from where I went to college, and I eventually learned that one of my regulars is the father of my former roommate's friend that I threw her keys in the woods. Luckily for us, she never found out that happened and what happened to her keys. That's hilarious. I mean, it could have been worse. I feel like keys are the easiest thing to lose. They are. This person probably never suspected. Oh, no. They probably thought they misplaced them, left them somewhere. But the fact that she went to the woods to throw them. That's a commitment. That is very Just throw them in the trash or something. I mean, I feel like when you're angry, you want to do something super (laughs) dramatic. I mean, at least that's what like how I am. Um, So I feel like the woods just add to the story. You know, it wouldn't be the same if she's like, oh, you know, I just threw them in the trash to throw them in the woods. That's a story. Maybe I'm just lazy, but I feel like throw them in the trash, (laughs) throw them out the window. I don't know. There's a lot of other options. But and how did she find out that? The roommate's friend thinking dad that is a that's regular. a lot of connections to make, especially ten years later. Interesting, but, but wow, yeah, I guess full circle moment. Hopefully, this regular dad never finds out about the <laughs> about the key story. Yeah, I guess. But even then, I feel like anyone hearing that story ten years later would be like, "Yeah, she probably deserved it." Or, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're in college. Who cares? But that wraps up our college shady stories in episode three that's crazy so next episode we will be from Lollapalooza talking about Lollapalooza so make sure you tune into the next episode and we will see you then bye everyone bye